Welcome to another inspiring podcast from C3 New Hope. For more information about our church and its locations, please visit our website at c3newhope.com.au. Well, I have titled my message today, It's Time to Come Back to Life. It's time to come back to life. And that means let's be aware of his presence. Let's be aware of the person that he has placed inside of us, being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So we're going to go back to basics a little bit here. We're going to be reminded of what the Holy Spirit is doing in our hearts. And then... We're going to learn to just be sensitive to him. We've come from Pentecost Sunday last week and Dave did an amazing preach on the power of the Holy Spirit and how he comes upon you and the gifts of the Spirit that's placed upon you. But this week, we're going to be learning about being sensitive, listening, tuning in to his ways. So we have a few scriptures. We're going to go to John chapter 14, verse 26. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all the things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. This is Jesus talking. Whom the Father will send in my name. You know, the Holy Spirit is inside of us, but the one thing He does is He always points to Jesus. His eyes, everything He does inside of us, He wants us to look to Jesus, our Saviour. He's the one that's always leading us. He's always guiding us. He's supporting us. He's interceding on our behalf and He comforts us. He's the one who empowers us as we live and follow Jesus. He's a person, he's sensitive, and he has feeling. He feels you. He knows what you're going through, and he's that still, gentle voice that comes when we just stop when we stop and we are reminded that our situations, our circumstances, our relationships can only move forward in Him. He's that beautiful still whisper. He's gentle. He comes in gently into our hearts. His work is to exalt and lift Jesus in our hearts. If you want to turn with me, Go to your Bibles. It's 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16. I encourage you, highlight the, the Scriptures as we go through them. So it's verse 16. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's Spirit lives in you? He's living in you. When you ask Jesus as your Lord and Saviour, you were born again, spirit-filled. He has placed your spirit inside of you. We owe everything to our Creator, 
God has given us Jesus. Jesus gives His life. But the Holy Spirit gives us life through Jesus. So when He gives us His Spirit, it's all linked. Everything is linked. God needed to redeem the union between us when there was the fall of man, sin comes into the world. We are broken. That union was broken. We were cut off from relationship. We had to do certain things. We had to sacrifice things to actually be with God. And now we don't. Not only have we received Jesus, but the Holy Spirit is living inside of us. And that's power. There is power there. And when there is power there, there's a breath of life that comes through you. It's your heart starter. If you want to turn with me to Romans chapter 5. Verse 5, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. He's given it His Spirit to live inside of our hearts when you are not sensitive to the Holy Spirit, when you are not aware of what He's communicating to you, the areas in your life become dead because you are taking away something that He's breathed life into. And when you, when you operate in areas where he's not in, he can't operate because he's a gentleman. He wants to be invited in. He's always there, but he wants you to call on him. For a heart to start beating, there needs to be electricity. There needs to be something that starts that pump. And in the physical realm, our physical hearts, there are electrical signals that go through our hearts to control the rate and rhythm. So electricity is running through your heart right now, controlling that rate and rhythm physically. He's our spiritual defibrillator, okay? This is a big word. So God has created man And he's also created man to realise that we need electricity to start a heart. He has created a machine called a defibrillator, which is a button that you press and you place paddles on a human when a heart stops. And when you press that button, a shock of electricity comes through to that heart to ignite those electrical signals again. Biology lesson. So... Physically, we need electricity for our hearts to pump. But when we ask Jesus into our hearts, when we accept Him as our Lord and Saviour, we are born again, Spirit-filled. He's our spiritual defibrillator. I can feel Him right now. 
All right. Are you following me? As I was seeking God these last few weeks, He has been sharing with me about how He's bringing His people back to life. Now, this is individually for us, but it's also corporately as a church across the world. He's placing a greater desire into your hearts to be with Him more and to be sensitive to Him, to fall in love with His presence again. And I truly believe when I asked God, well, how do I, how do I deliver that? He says, encourage them, encourage them. Our last piece of scripture is in 1 Corinthians, verse, sorry, 1 Corinthians chapter 6. And it's verse 19 and 20. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honour God with your body. We are living hosts of His Spirit. Where are you in your world now? Do you have him in every area of your life? Where are you dying? Is it a relationship? Is it a circumstance? Is it something that you're addicted to? Have you been sensitive to the Holy Spirit in that area of your life? It's coming on three years, three years, Christmas Eve this year. My husband and I came into the Christmas Eve service broken. We were hurting. We had three little children and one baby around us. And as we walked in, you all were living temples of the Holy Spirit. You actually came around us and surrounded us. Pastor Dave and Emma sat us down. And as many of you know, I don't like to ask for help. I like helping people, but I'm very independent and I can do it on my own. And I remember his words in that moment. We were sitting in their beautiful kitchen um, and Pastor M was being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. She made me a cup of tea. She was gentle. She was kind. She was God's living host in that moment. And Pastor Dave was listening to the Holy Spirit. He was being sensitive in this moment. And he said, don't you think God placed people in your world to help you, Jess? And those words cut deep into my heart. And I felt the presence of God in that moment. He says, it's time to get help now. It's time to get help. Where in your life do you need the breath of God to come in? His Spirit to come in. Where in your life do you need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit? Because in that Christmas Eve our pastors, you guys, it wasn't the building, it was you guys that were being the temple of the Holy Spirit. If you are going through something and you cannot shake it, 
if you are carrying something and you've been carrying it for a long time, ask yourself, do you have the breath of life, the presence of God inside you for that situation? When you are sensitive to him and you're still and you listen, that is when he moves. You also have to repent. You also have to ask for forgiveness in those moments where you go your own way and you're not listening to him. Six weeks ago, um, something happened to me and it affected me so much. I was so hurt by it. And I could hear the Holy Spirit saying, just stop, Jess, just stop, be with me. But instead of doing that, I carried that work home with me because it happened at work. And it affected every area of my life. I was frustrated, I was angry, and I just kept ignoring what he was trying to tell me in that moment. And I wasn't being sensitive to him. I wasn't following his direction. He wanted to comfort me. He wanted me to repent from the way I was feeling, but I just carried it. I continually carried it. The first week went by and I was here on Sunday. It was the week before Mother's Day. The beautiful Bernie, she's not in our service, she's in the kids. She came up to me and she shared about the word she got for the church. And we started walking around the church praying. Had an incredible word about the walls of Jericho coming down over this suburb. And in that moment, I was like, let's do it, let's walk. So we walked and we prayed. And I felt the power of the Holy Spirit. We were so sensitive to Him in that moment that everything that I was feeling went away. And that night, I'm just gonna get it up. That night, she sent me a text message. Now, I believe she was moving in the spirit. She was being sensitive to the spirit. I'm gonna read you this message. She says, thank you for walking around the church with me today. I just wanted you to know I'll be praying for you. I felt like the Lord wanted to tell me that He loves you so very much and I saw Him put His arms around you. I also saw a picture of a very large angel behind you with its wings spread over you and I felt the Lord say, this angel has been assigned to you and he is watching your back, like the saying, I've got your back. She was, in that moment, being the temple of the Holy Spirit. She was a host in that moment. She might not have known what she was writing. She did know what she was writing. She's prophetic. (laughs) She did not know what that message meant to me. I wept and I repented. And even though I repented, the following week, I was still carrying that hurt around with me. So he uses us when we allow him to come into our worlds and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Not only are we helping ourselves in our daily life, we are also helping others, our church family. 
God has been reminding me of how beautiful our church is and how special it is to actually choose a church and to live life with you all. The following week, I was still carrying this hurt. So I repented. I was in tune with God for that moment, those words, but I still chose to go my own way. It was Mother's Day weekend. It was the Mother's Day breakfast at school and I was so angry at the children. I was so frustrated at the children. I didn't want to go to the Mother's Day breakfast because I was a bad mother that week. And I just didn't want to do it. Everything was affect. This hurt, what I was carrying, was affecting every everything, even getting this, the children to school on time. So we packed the kids. I got in the car. I dragged my feet. The kids were so excited to serve me at the Mother's Day breakfast, but I just didn't want to be there. I walked in and I looked around. We were late as usual. Everyone was eating breakfast. Everyone was happy, smiling with their children. And I just was not feeling it. God was talking to me. The Holy Spirit was with me, but I was avoiding it. And the corner of my eye, one of my beautiful family members, church family members, saw me and caught my eye. It was Sandy. Beautiful Sandy in that moment waved me down, asked her girls to stand up for my children to serve me. In our conversation that morning, she told me how much of a good mother I was. She told me that I'm raising them beautifully. And in that moment, she was hosting the Spirit of God. She was the temple of the Holy Spirit. That's how important we are to each other. She was listening, she was tuned in and she was giving me a gift of encouragement. She had a spiritual gift of encouragement, just like Bernie gave me that spiritual gift of encouragement the week before. They were being temples of the Holy Spirit. They were comforting me, they were guiding me, they were leading me. As soon as she told me that I was doing a good job in raising my children, the power, there was an electrical power that hit my heart, which ignited something inside of me and filled me up. This afternoon, I would love for you to be sensitive to him. Ask yourself, how long has it been since you actually tuned in to what? He was saying to you because he has an incredible power that is he's placed inside of you to do incredible works, incredible works. Did you know that he has anointed you? That word anoint is the power of the Holy Spirit coming upon you as a person. It's a supernatural ability that we cannot do on our own. We actually need to tune in to him and what he's saying. He's gentle, he's meek, he's mild. He does not operate in chaos. He operates in the love 
that God has given you and he always points to Jesus and the way Jesus would do it. Weeks went by and I was still carrying that hurt. And then last week, another beautiful church family member called me, or I think I called her. We were organising things. It was beautiful, Lou. And she says, how are you, Jess? And I just burst into tears and I told her everything that was on my mind because I still was avoiding being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And she created a place where I could just talk. She tuned into the Holy Spirit. She was a host in that moment. And after I, I spoke to her and I finally, after five weeks of carrying this hurt, I was doing something about it. I was leaning in on him. I wasn't ignoring what he was saying in that situation, in that moment. You can read the Word of God. You can have your theology. You can have your daily practice on everything that you do devotionally with Him. But if you can't be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, you will not be able to work how God wants you to work. It will affect a lot of things in your world. The one thing we have to do is to repent and ask for for forgiveness on not being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. We hope you've been encouraged by this message. For more information about C3 New Hope and its locations, please visit our website at c3newhope.com.au.